0: These are the side notes presented by Seneca Buffalo Creek Casino. Nothing else comes close. Our side note topic today is how the Sabres can use the Philadelphia Flyers, Anaheim Ducks trade as an example to help bolster their roster in season. For me, Craig, when they traded Cutter Gauthier, for whatever reason, we talked about it in the last episode, for Jamie Drysdale, and a second round pick squashed our theory that some of these trades can't be made in season.
1: It's trying to figure out. And I don't think the Buffalo Sabres in general are that far away from understanding what their complete lineup is going to look like for many years to come. You know, you've got Jeff Skinner who signed long-term Alex Tuck uh, and Tage Thompson, which is your, which is your top line. You pretty much have the kid line um, with 21-year-old J.J. Paterka, Dylan Cousins, 22, and and Jack Quinn, who's 22. Those guys um, are going to be here a very long time. And now you have to make a decision on what your third line and fourth line, want, what you want it to look like. I, I get the impression, and from what I've seen and what I've heard, is that Kevin Adams is really looking to have a top nine that is very skilled, okay, and that's that's really good to have. But you also need to have some sandpaper in amongst those top lines somewhere, and the question is, what do you do with Casey Middlestat? Casey Middlestat's leading the team right now in points. I think he's got thirty-three points in in forty games. He's leading the team. What do you do with him for a contract? contract-wise, is he your third-line center moving forward? Um, Zach Benson, I would think, is going to be a staple here for many years to come with how he's played. So now you're looking at what do you do with Casey Middlestat, and what do you do on that other position, whether it's a left-winger or a right-winger, who is that person going to be? Is it going to be a Yari Kulich? Who's going to eventually move into the lineup?
0: I actually thought Yari Kulich would be one of the players after the World Juniors that he just had that would have a high trade value right now. I mean, how can you force feed any insanely more of these? high trade value? How can you? But is force he feed a guy you want to trade? Well, why not? The Philadelphia Flyers just parted ways with Cutter Gauthier, who I would take ten times out of ten over Yuri Kulich. So my question is, I'm not looking for even right now, Craig, one of these trades to be made. To help bolster the the bottom six, whether it's on the third line or the fourth line. I'm talking about a an actual defense partner for Owen Power. The Philadelphia Flyers just parted ways with a fifth overall pick who projects
1: to be what? A first liner? Second liner? Power forward in the NHL? Cutter Goche. Yeah. Cutter Goche projects as far as I'm concerned, he could be he could be a top fifteen to twenty player in the NHL. Okay. For a right hand shot defenseman who had knee surgery last year. Yep. Who is third over? Who was six overall? Six, six overall. overall. So he's he's a pretty talented defenseman in his own right, uh Jamie DeRisdale. And also getting a high second round draft pick, which you know, you're probably looking at a 30, 30, uh, four, 35 pick, which you're getting another very, very good hockey player. So I think that, you know, the way that the the Flyers are looking at it is like, you know what? We don't like this guy's attitude. We're not gonna play games. And we're going to move this frigging kid out right away because we don't need to deal with this shit. And, you know, Cutter Goche is going to play in the NHL probably maybe at the end of his school year this year for a couple games, and he'll probably play next year for sure. But Jamie Drysdale is immediately stepping into the Philadelphia lineup to help that team in their pursuit of a playoff position. So... They Philadelphia made the trade that they wanted. They got a young, um, up-and-coming, very offensive defenseman. Uh, second round, a very, very high second round pick, who we don't know what that can turn into. And they're giving up a lot. They gave up Carter who is who is incredible. He's going to be an incredible player. That being well, just, said, what just are the for Sabres encouragement,
0: I was a high second rounder, just so you know. So you
1: never know how it could work out.
0: But go ahead. But as it pertains yep. to the Sabres...
1: You know, at what point do you start to look at moving a a Matt Savoy? Where does Matt Savoy fit into this lineup? Where does a Yari Coolidge fit into the lineup? Where does an Isaac Rosen fit into this lineup? And these are some of the questions that I think, you know, Kevin Adams, like you just, here's the thing. You don't want to just make trades for the sake of making trades. Okay. Rick, I'm, I'm going to give you a great um, example.
0: I can't imagine the Ottawa drafted.
1: Senators traded away their apparently their locker room cancer into Brinkett. They moved them out. They acquired Jacob Cicherin, Tri- Harris Senko, and they got a number one goaltender in Corpusello. So they picked up a top defenseman, a, a scoring winger, and your number one goaltender. Norris who had been out for a full year, who is one of their best players on their team is back uh, after missing a full season. And they ha- obviously have uh, a player like uh Sanderson who's playing, who's in the lineup and playing at a high level in his second year. You know where they sit right now in, in the standings 29th in the league. They made all those moves, traded away to Brinkett, got Chikrin, got Tarasenko, got Corpasalo, And they're worse than what they were the year before. So trades are not necessarily guaranteeing you success. And I think that's why Kevin Adams and his staff are very, very cautious of making these moves just for the sake of making the moves.
0: I'm not asking for moves just for moves. I I believe they have all the currency they need to go and fulfill a team's ask for What is what is
1: the Sabers need? What's the well, number one need well, in you your tell, opinion? Well, you
0: Hold on. It's going into this off season. Don't say don't give me the options. I want to know going into this past off season, what was their number one need? One. Don't give me multiple. I want one.
1: Uh, I would say a defenseman, a top four for, defenseman,
0: defense partner for Owen Power
1: or for Rasmus Stalin, okay. or for power. Okay. One of those two guys, this a, defenseman that you're going to sign would be playing with one of those two guys. Okay. A top four defenseman. Yes. Okay. Yoki Haru to me is not that guy. Yoki Haru has been very solid for, for the, for the Buffalo Sabres. What okay. Some people love try. them and some people don't like them. The point is he's 24 years old and he's going to need a contract. He's making $2.5 million. Where does his contract go from 2.5? It it hopefully somewhere else. Okay. Hopefully so he's going to get pay, he's going to get paid on probably uh, you know, a two, two year deal that will take him up to unrestricted free agency sort of thing. But Henry Yokiharyu is going to get more money than two and a half. He'll be in the four, four and a half million dollar range. He plays my as a po- top four is, defenseman for years. So the I point is he's going to be out. I would think that he would be out. The hardest the hardest thing that you're going to deal with right now for Kevin Adams, one calendar year ago, they had all the money in the world. They had this massive ridiculous amount of money to spend. Well, within one year, that's going to close very quickly. You're gonna have, uh, you know, an Owen Power that's going from nine hundred and fifteen thousand to eight point three five million. You're gonna have um, Rasmus Dahlin go from six million to eleven million. So you're gonna have players that are going to start to make that top end money in two thousand four, two thousand twenty five. You also have to sign Casey Middlestat. He's making two and a half million. What is he worth? Is he worth seven million? The same as Dylan Cousins or an Alex Tuck? Is he worth a little bit less than that? These are things that Kevin Adams is going. It, it, and more importantly, it's not even just about the money. It's about is Casey Middlestat the right fit for that position on the team? Okay. Well, let me take this back
0: and wrap this up, kind of all in the same in the same thing here. Zach Benson. Matt Savoy, Noah Ostland, who just had a great World Junior, by the way, very good. Yuri Kulich, great you your uh, World Junior, by the way. Isaac Rosen, Jack Quinn, John Paterka, and then you have Dylan Cousins and Ryan Johnson. I mean, you're telling me, you're telling me that Jack Quinn, J.J. Paterka, Isaac Rosen. Coolidge, Auslin, Savoy, and Zach Benson are all going to be on this team going forward?
1: That's, not, no, that's, not, that's not the case. There's no. no
0: possible way that when Kevin Adams was drafting three smaller centermen in the first round in 2022, he had three picks. Mm-hmm. One from Vegas, one from Florida, I believe, or maybe the Florida one was the year before. It was Rosen. But he had three first-round picks, and he picked Savoy, Auslin, and Coolidge. After seeing what happened with Cutter Gautier the other day, it is now time to take Oslin, Coolidge, Rosen, Savoy, Savoy, and start filling in the other areas of your roster going into next year. Because yeah. you said, and I'm not I'm not trying to say that you're wrong, but I'm gonna say that you're wrong. But n- n- Historically, you weren't wrong, but the Philadelphia Flyers just broke the mold. They traded a young prospect who was drafted fifth overall last season for a player that of need right now. Regardless of the reason, it can be done. So let's get to work. That'll do it for this edition of Side Notes presented by Seneca Buffalo Creek Casino. Nothing else comes close.